The Poorly Made Police podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The views expressed on this poorly made podcast reflect the opinions of the guest and host. They don't reflect the opinion of any department or entity. Nothing on this poorly made podcast should be construed as legal or marital advice. If something offends you, lighten the fuck up. Enjoy. Now, Crown Vic. Oh, hey there. How are you guys doing? Welcome to the 25th, I think, edition of the Very Poorly Made Police Memes podcast. I'm your host, Fives. Thanks for uh, joining us. About a year ago, I was stranded in Arizona on a vacation gone bad. And it made me think, I need to take a vacation. Speaking of vacations... You guys should check out the sponsor of this podcast. It's uh, Cruise Planners. Go to www.goblueline.travel.com. It's an independently owned and operated franchise of Cruise Planners, an American Express travel representative, and focuses exemplary and affordable travel services to active military and veterans, law enforcement, firefighters, nurses, and teachers all over the country. The franchise owner, Brandon, is a U.S. Navy veteran, former firefighter EMT, and and currently a Florida law enforcement officer. Put his travel knowledge to work for you as he helps create a memorable and enjoyable vacation experience for you and your family. Brandon and his team have a tremendous reputation for quality service and very competitive pricing for all your travel needs. Brandon and his team of Cruise Planners Travel Advisors will help you discover exciting adventures around the world, from cruises to land tours and completely packaged vacations. They specialize in all types of travel and will create an unforgettable vacation just for you. Find them online at www.goblueline.travel.com or call or text them at 352-541-2221. You can also email them at brandon at goblueline.travel.com. And then, of course, they got the uh, the Facebook. Facebook is Go Blue Line Travel, and then they're over on Instagram at cruiseplanners underscore blue line travel. So check those guys out. Like I always say, you know, I, I like supporting the side businesses of law enforcement. And who doesn't want to go on a vacation? I do. Uh, they just had a post about cruises, a uh, discount for military veterans. Looks like a hell of a deal. So check it out, guys. All right. And before we get into the uh, podcast, to our podcast with the Aaron from Weekend Picnic, was a band we played on here a couple times already. Uh, just a couple, few little things to hit on. The uh, poorly made weight loss challenge is uh, back on track. I'm back to 5.8 pounds down. And uh, hopefully you guys don't find it annoying, but uh, the peer pressure of having to record and saying I've gained or lost weight is is important to me. So thank you for dealing with that. Secondly, patch wall. Patch wall is coming together quite well. Uh, I think I'm going to have to put up a... I got a bunch of stickers from people too, so I'm going to have to do something with that. Probably get some poster board down here. But if you want to send me a patch, just uh, hit me up on Poorly Made Police Memes Facebook or Instagram. Send me a message, and I'll let you know how to do that. Uh, I also wanted to hit on the t-shirt giveaway and just throw a friendly reminder there. If if you know somebody that deserves t-shirt or mug, they do good police work, uh, send me email, poorlymadepolicememes at gmail.com. If you can't remember the email, just... Uh, Slide into my dims, as the kids say, and uh, I'll get it to you. What we're going to do now is we're going to play the band, which is also our guest, like I mentioned earlier. So 
just a, a forward. This episode is a little different as far as he's kind of a public figure, so I didn't want to dive too much into his law enforcement career. And I don't know. You know how it is, man. I don't want to give people any ammo because people fucking do anything to take a cop down. So we talked a little bit about law enforcement, but uh, we talked more about music. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I'm going to try and put some polls up on the podcast, specifically on Spotify, because when I put them on Instagram, I don't know who's... If people that listen to the podcast are actually answering. So I want to hear from you guys. So I'm going to try doing one on this episode, maybe a couple. So just keep an eye out for those so I can make this thing as good as possible for you guys. It'll still stay poorly made. All right. So the band that I'm going to have up here is Weekend Picnic and their song, So For The Silence. And I will be right back with their lead singer, Aaron, who is a cop out in the Midwest. And you just heard from him, the uh, the man, the myth, the legend. I have Aaron from Weekend Picnic on the podcast, the po- very poorly made police memes podcast. How are you tonight, pal? I'm good. Um, I thought this was Joe Rogan. Uh, yeah, um, he was busy. And so I went ahead and stepped in. But hey, dude, we can talk about horse tranquilizer or whatever if you want to. Yeah, you, ever, you ever tried DMT? I, I haven't. Thanks for having me on, man. I really appreciate it. No, nah, man. I, uh, I've i been looking forward to this because I, I think you guys are fucking great, man. I just listened to your album. I had to go pick up my kid, and I live out in the country now. And so instead of the friends being like down the street, it's like fucking 40 miles away. Ooh. So I got a good opportunity to listen to the record, man. It was it fucking, as the kids say, it slapped, dude. It was great. Thanks, man. What's your, uh, what's your favorite song on it? Dude, I like Lie. Yeah? Yeah. Is it Lies or Lie? It's lies, yeah. That one. Goes oh, sorry, right. my bad. Yeah, I thought that was a good one, and I couldn't as I was driving. I couldn't see the names of it because I'm in my shitty Crown Vic with like a, a Bluetooth connector, and I wasn't looking. But the uh, the second to last track, it was a little slower song. That one was fucking good too. Oh yeah, initials on a tree. That's a sad boy. Yeah, that is a sad boy, but it's a fucking dude. I'm I'm telling everybody that's listening to this when you guys get famous because you're you're going to. I'm taking the credit for it because you heard it here first on the Joe Rogan. I mean, the poorly made police podcast that a uh, fucking weekend picnic slaps, dude. Thanks, man. I really appreciate that. You know, a lot of hard work went into that and uh, it's getting noticed all over, which is that's been really nice. Um, so, yeah, I really appreciate that. Obviously, not everyone's going to like it and that's fine. Nah, everybody's going to like it. You like it. <laughs> yeah, I dude, I, I, I really dig it, man. But before we get any further, you having anything to drink tonight, pal? Oh, uh, yeah. I just actually popped a um, – this is really fancy. I don't know if they got it where you got it. It's, uh, it's called Coors Light. Oh, you know what? That was a, a local beer um, back in Colorado. I didn't know it had been to other places. Yeah, I think uh, people are just catching on to it, um, kind of expanding their flavor profiles. 
Um, it's actually cold like the Rockies. It actually has a blue mountain on the side of it that shows that it's cold. Oh, wow. It's, that sounds I mean, pretty good. I should try one of those. I, I'm all about trying different beers on the podcast. All right. You've put really me on a side quest about, about beers. So we got to talk about Coors Light. A couple of years ago, I got tickets to go see Ozzy Osbourne. I don't know if it's still around, and I'm going to give some free publicity, but there's this thing called First Ticks, and it's for, like, first responders, military. They can get, like, discounts or even free tickets. It's pretty cool. So look, look it up. It's somewhere. And so my buddy got them, and I was pleasantly surprised that – and their nosebleeds, but it was fine. I was pleasantly surprised that Zach Wilde was back playing with Ozzy on that tour. Dude, he's so good. I mean, it's just – it was crazy. He stole the show. But – we won't talk about that show, but it was great. Awesome. But Coors Light, I happened to be, you know, in Colorado, and I got one of those local Coors Lights, and I paid like 11 bucks for it because that's what you do at concerts. Mm-hmm. It was the coldest fucking beer and the best beer I've ever had in my fucking life. I don't know why, but like when I drink beer, I think about that beer. And every beer I kind of put in a pedestal to that specific Coors Light, and I don't know what they put in it or if it was different or maybe because it was just ice cold like the Rockies because it was on the you know the foot of the Rockies there yeah. oh I'm getting excited thinking about that yeah it was it was great highly recommend but what I do have in honor of a musician being on the podcast I have this beer that I dug through my refrigerator for it's called Purple Haze there's this guy um, Jimmy something I think his last name is Hendrix he had a song Purple Haze yeah I but think, uh, yeah. yeah have you heard of him yeah, it's pretty good. I think it's Hendrix. Oh, uh, French. Yeah, okay. Yes. So this is the Abita Brewing Company. I don't know where, but it's a raspberry lager. So it's either going to be really good or really bad. I'm holding out that it's going to be good for you. That's good, dude. It's not It's not bad, actually. I was kind of scared because I thought I saw like, you know, any fancy can, I think you assume it's going to be IPA. And so yeah. I got a little worried, but no, this one's just fine. And then... Uh, yeah, they're bad. They're bad. But I do have, um, I'm on the SoCo and Dr. Pepper train again this episode, which you were shitting on me for having SoCo before we hit record. You make me, you make me throw up. I, I don't know about you, but that was like the early days of me drinking. That was like the go-to drink. So it's been a while and it's bad. But in Dr. Pepper, it tastes like candy. It's delicious. Yeah, the, I guess that's one of the problems with um mixing something that already tastes like candy with something that tastes like candy is uh you're gonna get in in over your head ah man this is poorly made this is what makes it great (laughs) yeah you gotta gotta knock the nerves off somehow pal yeah that's true i mean i'm talking to millions of people here and and i have a rock star on my podcast right now hi mom (laughs) hey yeah she's here with me hey um anyway Dude, uh, you just set me up and I love it. Thanks, buddy. So enough about your mom and beer. Let's talk about uh, talk about you, pal. So let's talk about we'll start with the police stuff first. We're not going to give away a bunch of details, obviously, because you're kind of a high profile dude there. But tell me about your policing career. How long have you been in law enforcement for? Um, I've been in law enforcement for about five years now. Um, I work in a uh, sheriff's office and uh, I'm really lucky to work in one of the uh, one of the parts of my state that are very pro law enforcement for the most part. Um, our community loves us. Um, obviously, not all of our community. There's a lot of 
you know, there's a lot of criminals that probably don't like us that much, but you know, it's um, the place where I work. I'm uh, kind of blessed as some would say um, to work with a lot of really stand up people. Um, I have a lot of, you know, pretty high standards for their employees besides me, of course, somehow I slipped <laughs> through the cracks just for the record for everyone listening. That doesn't mean I'm a bad apple. That's not what I meant. So please don't cancel me. Yeah. Don't, uh, don't cancel him. It's a joke. Although <laughs> Dave Chappelle, boo. I love Dave Chappelle. Oh Dude, God. he just, you know, and he doesn't always say things that I a hundred percent agree with, but he no. just fucking says them, man. One of those things where he's a comedian, you don't have to agree with him. You know, yeah. half the stuff he says, um, which is actually becoming less and less clear um, as his career moves on. Half of what he says isn't, he doesn't even necessarily believe or mean it's for the sake of comedy but at the same time he has a a lot of knowledge to bestow on people and may not have the best delivery for it but you don't really need to for comedy because he doesn't really not there's no group of anyone that he doesn't make fun of yeah kind of how comedy is supposed to work right yeah and, and honestly outside of comedy we should be able to just say things well, I mean, obviously, there's a fine line in the sand, right? Like, you, I say that, and I think of a million things. Okay, you probably shouldn't say that. But but within reason, you should be able to talk about things, even if they're uncomfortable. And that's the problem, right? It's like a, like a relationship. If you can't talk about things, like as a society, if we can't talk about things, we're never going to understand each other. We're not going to ever get it. No, and you're not wrong about that. That's for sure. I'm the way I kind of view it, there's, I don't, I don't ever want to go out of my way to offend someone. That's kind of one of my goals is to not offend people, you know? Um, but it, it's kind of hard because the lines have been so blurred about pretty much anything that you could say something that someone could misconstrue or take out of context pretty easily. And, and next thing you know, you're backpedaling and you're having to, exp- you're having to explain yourself. Now, We'll get into just a couple of the law enforcement things, and I'll try not to go on too many tangents because we had a lot of ground to cover. But uh, how long have you been a cop for? Uh, for about five years. Okay. Have you been blessed with the use of the greatest police car of all time? Um, so I was reserved for a couple different agencies when I was in college, and I drove a Crown Vic um, through the entirety of those agencies. All right, so you worked as a reservist, and you got to drive some Crown Vicks. What is what's the what's the verdict on the Crown Vic from you? Um, I know um, what I need to say here, and oh, I just love those Crown Vicks. They're phenomenal. Just tell me the truth. How do you really feel? Um, I really I feel like, like you're sparing the details. I like the Durango the most. That's what I currently drive. Um, I'm a fan. I drive one as my personal vehicle too. And uh, I love it. It's nice and roomy. You got the Apple Car playing it. I don't think they make those in Crown Vicks. I'm uh, all about that uh, accessibility inside my vehicle. And uh, the Crown Vic, I needed a Bluetooth adapter for. <sighs> no, man. Crown Vic, all you do is you just turn it to whatever station you can get, usually country, western, your deputy. And you fucking no. listen to George Strait all day. What's the fucking problem? Yeah. Um, I, a huge country fan here. I say 
with a little bit of an eye roll, but mm. I respect country. I respect it for what it is. George Strait. I mean, I, you, I, I have nothing bad to say about him at all. Very. Tough. That's good because I would have fucking come up there and beat your ass if you said anything Beautiful. bad about the King. I know uh, before we started, you were talking about how much you really, really like Florida Georgia line and Taylor Swift. So, uh, Yep. My favorite. <laughs> my favorite. I mean, country Western, right? Taylor Swift has talent as a musician because I think she writes a lot of her stuff. I don't like it. Talented. I don't like it either. Um, like, I, I don't think the Florida Georgia line douchebags, which I, I guess some people are like, oh, they're pro cop. Okay doesn't mean i like their music it ain't country music man it's it's something else and you know is there a few songs i'll tap my foot to sure but you know and i shit on luke bryan a lot but he's not that bad compared to some of these other ones like fucking sam hunt and shit (laughs) holy shit but we're we're getting off off track so let's talk about the uh the musical career man so how long have you been in weekend picnic for um, since it's actually been two years, almost exactly. It was end of October in 2019. Yeah, I was in some smaller, um, like for fun, garage band type bands before that. And okay. uh, post a lot of my stuff on social media. And then uh, one of the founding members, Ben, um, he is our rhythm guitarist and he composes the majority of our instrumental for our tracks. Great guy, really smart with uh, with music. He, uh, fr- we had a friend of a or a mutual friend, and he contacted me and asked me to come audition. And I was like, "Huh, maybe I should." And here you are. Yeah, and they liked me for some reason. So, <laughs> well, well, dude, you can fucking wail, man. You have a a really strong, powerful voice. Thanks, man. I listen to it at night. It helps me get to sleep and other things but <laughs> i was gonna ask because I, I was uh listening to the record before we, we turned it on can i say record still or is that not cool no it's i think it's extra cool to say record yeah i was uh like vibe into your record and so do you do the screams too or is that somebody else in the band um so our lead guitarist patrick he uh i was doing some screams for a while and i'm not like extra like good at it and i'm not super comfortable with doing that um with singing at the same time and all of a sudden he just came out with like a scream and we're like all right dude we like that so he did all the screams on our record um there's a couple that we have him and i layered with our screams okay for the silence uh we layer mine and his um i've i've been taking this class on how to scream they have one it's called uh, <laughs> the art of screaming. Are you serious? Uh, Is that like a real thing? Yeah, a, lo- a lot of the big bands actually uh, endorse it and use it or used it, and it's actually really helpful. I'm actually getting a lot better at it, and we'll see where that goes. But yeah, it, it takes uh, takes some of the the oomph out of uh, melodic singing, like uh, clean vocals and. If it does that to me, I would rather not sacrifice the clean vocals for to scream myself. Yeah, I, for me, at least in in my musical taste, every once in a while, like a well-placed scream is good. I mean, but I'm not like, I like metal music and people are like, name off all these bands. I'm like, 
look, those dudes can fucking play. None of them can sing. I can't listen to a guy screaming for an hour. I just can't do it. Yeah, like I, there's some bands like um, both for my Valentine. They're not really uh, a great example of this anymore. Um, but they've been putting out a couple of new songs where there it's a lot heavier, more metalcore, a lot more unclean or um, growl scream vocals in it. And he's a monster. He does all their vocals. I forget his name, but that I like a day to remember. I actually just saw them in concert. Um, they're great. Um, I'm not huge into like the entire track being filled with screams. I'm not huge into that. I'm not a huge fan of that myself. We might have a little bit more of that in our upcoming music. Um, we're going to do some uh, heavier stuff and kind of a mixed mixed bag like we did on our debut album. But yeah, I'm uh, more of a fan of the melodic singing and stuff like that and with uh, the heavy guitar riffs and stuff behind it of that. Have you heard of a and I'm just getting into this band so I don't have a ton to say of them, but have you heard of Avatar? Yeah. Yeah, those guys are wild. Dude, that guy has so much range. It's crazy. Yeah. They're good. I mean, it's not completely my cup of tea, but I'm just so impressed by like where that guy can go with his voice. You know, one part of the song he's Dio and you know, the next part he's growling like it's like Cannibal Corpse or something, you know, and it's it's crazy how how much yeah. he can throw his voice. Yeah, I think the first song I heard by them was called The Eagle Has Landed. Dude, that song's song. badass. Yeah. So good. Um, another band like that, um, it's called Nothing More. Their lead singer, Johnny Hawkins, is like one of my favorite singers. He has uh, got an incredible range. He doesn't utilize his lower range all that often in his music, but you should look them up. The I'll check them out, man. Not like super screamy. I don't think they have too many unclean vocals in it or girls or anything, but that guy's crazy. He's excellent vocalist, super, super heavy riffs in the background, but like it's really melodic because his voice is kind of the the standout of their music, I would say personally. But yeah, you should definitely check them out. Nothing more. That sounds familiar. I may have like might have something I, I might not remember who they are. Let me um because now I'm thinking about it. Now I'm curious. So you guys are on like Apple and Spotify and all that stuff, right? We're on every store. Okay. So like for me, like I have like an Apple subscription. Like if I download one of your songs to a playlist, do you guys get any money from that? Or do I have to actually buy one of your songs for you guys to get a piece of that? How's that work? We get paid per stream. So we get paid a cut when someone buys it, like the, when they buy the album or a song, a single, um, we get paid for that. We also get paid a uh, percentage or a small um, little bit for per stream. So I'd imagine it's like, like less than a penny per stream or something like that. Crazy. Yep. yep it is. Um, it adds up really uh, pretty quickly. Um, Spotify is our biggest platform and they pay pretty close to the least, but we've definitely made the most from Spotify. Cause that's where we have the, we have the most listeners. Man. And, uh, it, 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 it adds up, you know, you look at it and you're like, ugh. And the, the music industry is changing so fast. A lot of people are pretty displeased with the uh, royalties they pay per stream. I mean, who, I mean, it's, it's pretty insignificant. So 
I, I understand why people are upset about it. It should be more. I only say that because I, of course, love to support artists, but it also helps me and my boys and weekend picnic out. So it would be nice to get paid more for it, but, and I think there will be some sort of uh, reckoning or awakening in the music industry with that, but the time ain't right now. And uh, I guess uh, we'll just have to sit back and see. You know, and I guess this podcast isn't going to be super police related, but it kind of reminds me of the Lars Ulrich thing where he got a whole, a whole lot of shit about Napster, but he was kind of right. Oh, yeah. And, and people are finally admitting that now. You know, they're an artist. They deserve to get paid money for their art. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where um, a lot of people obviously will take the free opportunity um, because, you know, everyone wants to, you know, look out for themselves in a way. But when uh, you see, when people see how much money goes into making music, um, I think it might change some minds because it ain't, it ain't cheap and it ain't free. It's a lot of time and a lot of money in making music. I think I heard it from this band once that it may be a long time. Or it might be a long way to the top to rock and roll. Um, yeah, I may have um, heard that. Yeah. Was, it, was that uh, that was Jack Black, right? Yeah, I think it was Jack Black. Yeah, it could have been. Maybe this other electrically named band, like Electric Light Orchestra, or hmm. yeah, something like that. It was some sort some, of something about kind of. Yeah, I think it's only four letters. I don't know. By the way, <laughs> I love that song, man. I really do love that song. As stupid as it is, it's a good song. Um, and we'll we'll get into ACDC later because people have questions. Now, what's the uh, what's the reception like on your police department or at the sheriff's office? Do they they know that you're a rock star? How do they feel about that? Um, so I have to do a, an additional employment packet every. I think it's every year. It's either every six months or every year, and it's kind of cool because I've walked through the admin hallway and I've heard my music playing, which is really cool. Um, for the most part, very supportive. You know how it how it is with law enforcement, where if you have something going on on the side, people will there will be whisperings. But you know, it's it's been a a for the most part very uh, positive thing. A lot of my partners, a lot of my admin, uh, really support our music, and uh, they buy our music and our merch and stuff, and that's pretty cool. Pretty big fan of that. Nothing too negative. Nothing shaky. You know. Uh, to be honest, man, it probably helps that you guys are good and that you're a good singer, because I think if you guys sucked, the dudes would be fucking relentless, man. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, we do have people who say we suck, but. Well, that's everybody. I mean, yeah. there's people that think, you know, Metallica sucks. There's people that think the Beatles suck. I mean, that's you can't make everybody like you said in the beginning, you can't make everybody happy. No. And, and usually when we hear that, when I hear that, it's from uh, a couple of the departmental trolls that are just saying it to be funny, whatever. I don't take anything, anything personally. It's kind of hard to be a cop and take things personally. Um, yeah. But, if you do, if you do, you're going to have a bad time. Yeah. And I, I worked in a jail before I was a cop and uh, that definitely went out, out of the window uh, pretty quickly taking things personally. Um, but yeah, it's, it's the same with music. People are going to crap all over it. But who cares? I mean, the vast majority of people who listen to our music have really, really good things to say about it, which is awesome. And it's all been very positive. 
don't know, man, it's been a long day. My kid's sick. I'm sick. And I'm like, of course, you know, it's poorly made. So I haven't, I had all these great questions and here we are. And I'm like, fuck, what was I going to ask this fella? But so what are some of your, uh, well, let me ask you this. Do you also play an instrument or you just, you just fucking sing? Um, I grew up playing uh, piano and violin and uh, I can't, I can't really do both at the same time. I'd rather uh, really focus on what I do. So I mostly just sing. That's, I guess, the easiest way to explain that. No, and you fucking do it good. I, man, I got to be honest, man. The guys that can play guitar and sing, I mean, everybody does it. I just, I mean, like, so I play bass and, and obviously not well, but, you know, anytime I try to sing along with something, I just completely lose my place on the bass, even though it's a song I've played a hundred times because I can't, my mind can't do it. I can't play and I can't sing the song at the same time. Oh yeah. I'm a hundred percent there too. It's, I've, I've never been good at guitar. I, I picked it up a little bit here and there, but I'm, I'm not good at it. I'm just stick at what I'm uh, stick to what I'm good at, I guess. <laughs> no, that makes sense. I think guitar playing, and I just put this together 30 seconds ago. So this might be flawed logic, but I'm going to throw in my star Wars uh, nerding in playing guitar is kind of like the force. Like some people just feel it and they can do it and they just play. And it just is what it is. So there's, there's force wielders, right? And they can fucking play guitar. Anybody else is hopelessly fucked. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm a big believer in if you want to do something, you can probably do it, but that probably has a pretty big asterisk next to it. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're, you're, you're right on the money with that. Um, and I really appreciate that you made a Star Wars refer- reference. It was a little flawed, but that's okay because that was a poor, poorly made reference. Well, hold on. Why is it, why is it flawed? I was kidding, sir. I kind of wanted to say that. Fuck you. I finally finished Rebels. So I'm, so I'm caught good. up on Clone. Yeah, Rebels and Clone Wars were surprisingly good. Oh, yeah. And I went back because I've had a big problem with uh, the Rise of Skywalker and The Last Jedi. I thought they really fucking sucked. Stop. You like him? I love, I love Kylo Ren. He's, he's the, the redeeming quality of it i think darth millennial is what he is i liked his story of redemption man like i like that he was like way more conflicted than vader ever was i think people didn't like kylo ren i liked kylo ren i like adam driver i don't know if you've seen like the saturday night live bits where they do like undercover bosses kylo ren hilarious dude i look i don't like saturday night live that much anymore but fucking watch those they are so good yeah um so I rewatched those and it's a little better for me. I and mean, there, there's obviously like flaws. Um, I didn't like what they did to Luke. And I thought it was lazy to bring back Palpatine. But I think maybe part of the problem too is that uh, Carrie Fisher died. And I wonder if they were going to do something else with those movies, but then she died. And so they were kind of limited in what they could do. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, the last one was definitely rushed, trying to undo some of the sins of the last jedi um yeah but i you know i enjoyed it for what it is and i think the star wars fandom is can be a little you know toxic oh yeah Um, there's high standards because the source material is phenomenal i love everything that is star wars there's nothing that i hate 
um, except for Jar Jar Binks. I can't come to grips with him. Um, he, his character was not necessary at all. But he was that, necessary because he gave Palpatine the emergency powers. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. Um, my wife and I actually just watched uh, The Phantom Menace. Oh, excellent, kind of. And uh, yeah, you're, you're right on that. Um, I just think that it should have been a better character because I cringe. I cringe so hard. And uh, I guess it's okay because I saw it when I was like eight, probably younger. And uh, I liked it for what it was back then. And I'm not going to crap on it too much because it is still Star Wars. And that means that it is amazing in my eyes, except for Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, I think everybody can get down with that. I I find it very interesting that, and, and I've talked to a few people where, you know, for me, I watched, I'm not like, I'm not an old man. I mean, I wasn't born when the last Jedi, or when Return of the Jedi came out. But those were the first ones I saw was uh, the original trilogy. There's kids that they watch the movies, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, like in order. And so they actually like the prequels because it has the better technology and the better cameras and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And they don't like the original trilogy because, you know, compared, you know, 20, 30 years later, the, the technology and the, you know, the filming was a lot better. Yeah. Which is really weird to me that, you know, people wouldn't like the original trilogy and they have problems with the trilogy. I, I mean, I, I thought the Clone Wars did a really good job expanding on all that, and the stories oh, and shit like that. So Big time. the Clone yeah. Wars was excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, I when I first watched it, I got my wisdom teeth pulled out. So I was on like all those meds and I was just laying on the couch for like a week or whatever. And I went online. It was on Reddit where they had this thread going where they show you which episodes to skip like the filler episodes Mm -hmm. so i made it through the entire series before they brought it back for final season but i went through that entire series and i only watched half the episodes and it was just so good because i got to miss out on all the dumb stuff yeah it was weird because if you watch the like how they have it on disney plus right now there's shit that's out of order yeah, and it's I kind of annoying. It in order because they had it in order on Reddit. But that that was a lifesaver. Oh, thank God for Reddit. There's everything on there. Yeah. Oh, it's such a dangerous place. It could be. But anyway, all right. Now we're way off track. <laughs> way, but that's that's been the theme of the last few episodes. So what what were some of your uh, musical inspirations, man? What got you into start singing? Like, how did you discover your voice? Um, I was pretty young, so I was in. I would like hide in my room when I was really young and I would sing, uh, God, what song was that? I got, this is really weird and really dumb, but my parents bought me Osmosis Jones on VHS when I was really little. No, it was I, don't even, I don't even know what that is. Oh, it's this really, really dumb cartoon. And it had a CD. Yeah, so it was on DVD. It had a CD with like the soundtrack on it and there was a bunch of like really dumb stuff in there and I was just listening to it because I was I don't know I was like seven or eight and I was listening to all this like pop rock like not great stuff it was like Sugar Ray I don't remember what else was on it was so long ago um I'll try Sugar Ray 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, go ahead. I Fly forget, was I a good song. Other than that, not good. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what the song was that was on it, but I was singing that over and over in my room. And then I joined choir when I was a freshman in high school. And then um, I became the section leader of the baritone section when I was a sophomore or junior. I don't really remember. It wasn't that long ago, but it was. And uh, just loved singing from there and uh, really found my passion for it. And then after that, when I uh, got into college, I uh, started just recording covers of songs. And uh, pretty much one of my buddies would be like, hey, cover this. I would find like a karaoke version of it on YouTube or whatever and YouTube MP3 download it. And then I would sing over it on my, uh, my college MacBook. And uh, yeah, I got really, really, really into that. I uh, made a SoundCloud way back in the day when it first started, I think. And then uh, I had a buddy in high school and we started a band together, I think right after we graduated and we, covered a couple songs we did like three band practices and then it was no more and then uh when my wife and i moved in together we uh got this townhouse and my neighbor um that moved in next to me um thus neighbor i guess but he was a really really good guitarist and then him and i would jam and then my buddy from high school would jam with us and we made a little garage band and put out a bunch of covers on youtube and a couple on Spotify and stuff. But yeah, like Shine Down, we're really into. I've always been really into them. Um, did some Chevelle. Um, trying to think what else we did. Just kind of stuff like that, kind of the at uh at radio rock type of music was always really into that. Nice man. Um, how'd you end up getting into law enforcement? I wasn't like a bad kid, but I needed a little guidance um my other brothers were always really you know good never got into trouble i was kind of the one that always got us into trouble and uh needed a little little more guidance than uh, i guess the average suburban youth and uh went on a ride along with my cousin who is a sergeant um now um in one of the major metropolitan police departments in my state and he explained kind of the law enforcement culture and um, I needed, I guess, something at first with some sort of hierarchy and order. And I really, really had a lot of fun on the ride along. And that's kind of where I started, started college to be an English teacher. And then I changed my major um, because of my, my cousin who we were in a, you know, talking a lot about law enforcement and his experiences with it. And I just kind of discovered that it was kind of what I was meant to do. And, I'll, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I want I want to help people. And that is a big part of it, obviously. But it's uh, it's nice having the freedom. I don't want to sit at a desk all day kind of driving around. As long as I am being proactive, I kind of get to do what I want to do that day, kind of in the order that I want to do it. Um, calls depending obviously but it's one of those unique experiences where you have the opportunity to uh, help people out and uh, not every job gives you that opportunity 
Yeah, there's definitely a lot of freedom in law enforcement. I think, you know, as I kind of plot my next move in my life, you know, I'm, I, you know, I look at jobs or I think about this and, you know, if I'm going to go back and I'm like, you just can't beat the freedom of having a patrol car, man. No, that's uh, a you can't. World. Well, hey, dude, I think we're going to get into the people uh, entrusted us to rate some bands if they were underrated or overrated. So we're going to do that in just a second. But I wanted to, uh, I got to give away a t-shirt really quick, man. So as the people that listen to this podcast regularly know, uh, some money was donated to me so I could give away some t-shirts and mugs to people that are deserving. So if you want to nominate your buddy, somebody you work with, you know, somebody you work around that does a good job, you know, whether that's over a specific incident or just overall, they kick ass, send me an email, poorlymadepolicememes at gmail.com. Or if you forget that email, you can DM me and I'll tell you where to send it and uh, nominate them. Let me know why they deserve to win and potentially could win some free stuff. So this guy, uh, he got my attention early by a letter Kennedy's reference. How are you now? I got to cut out a lot of this because the guy says his name a lot. So I got to kind of piece this together. But uh, he listens to the podcast on shift. He likes what I'm doing. He loves what I'm doing. Thanks, buddy. Actually, oh, it could be a check. I'm not sure. I'm unsure you, when you email me back, let me know. I'm unsure by your first name, which is probably a mean thing to say, but it's okay. Uh, like to nominate one of uh, the local canine handlers. Uh, his canine was killed in the line of duty by a barricaded subject on a SWAT operation. The guy put a round into the canine and his gun jam before he was taken into custody. The canine died on his, on the way to the vet. The canine did his job and took the piece of shit's attention off the officer. In my experience, this officer is a damn good man who is one of the few people that shows the janitor the same respect as he does the chief. Uh, this officer is scheduled to deploy overseas with his guard unit pretty soon here. So hopefully I got him before he left so I can get him some free stuff. So thanks for nominating him. Good job, buddy. Uh, sorry to hear about your dog, man. That that sucks, dude. At least his death wasn't in vain. So, uh, damn, man, I'm sad about hearing about the dog. That kind of ruins my day. Save lives. Yeah. All right, dude. You ready to talk about some bands? Yeah. Hurt some hurt some feelings. So we got a lot of them here, and I don't know if we're going to get to all of them. And I, I'm very opinion on these. Uh, let's start with Bon Jovi. Underrated or overrated? Um, product of their time. Um, they're, I'm not a fan. Like, I'm not a huge fan, I should say. Like, I respect it. During the time where Bon Jovi really, really took off, I think not underrated or overrated. Um, it's hard for me to say, man, because I'm not I'm not trying to like crush anyone's like dreams and their love for a band because man, people get really upset over their favorite band getting uh getting shit on like that. But I don't know. So what you're saying is I picked a bad topic for today. I'll you might find one that I'll be mean about. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and say I think they're slightly overrated. But again, like I'm looking at the view of, you know, 30 years later past their prime. And they got some good jams, but that's me. I don't, you know, like there's some of their songs that I'm not going to turn off, but a lot of their stuff, if it comes on the radio, I'm like, meh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of in the same mind as you now. You said it. Um, I'd say now probably a little overrated. Sorry. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a little overdone. But it, the, the problem with them, too, is, you know, uh, living on a prayer. How often do you turn on a classic rock station and that song comes in? There's hundreds of songs. Like, that song doesn't need to be played on the hour. You know what I mean? And that could be part of my, my I wouldn't say displeasure, but why I think they're slightly overrated. I'm going to ask you about a band I don't know anything about. So if you don't know anything about, we can skip over. But Man of War. Um, I don't know them, but they're underrated AF, dude. They're awesome, extremely talented. Um, their fan base is incredible. That's all I have to say because I don't know them. Are they the ones that dress up in like the animal skins and shit? Or am I thinking of somebody else? That might slightly change what I just said. All right, Google. I, I mean, yeah, Google's going to have to know. Uh, man, oh, war. Are you thinking of a different band? I'm not thinking yeah. of any. Dude, they're like, I Googled them, and like the first picture, they're like dressed as cavemen, essentially. And so, I mean, everyone's got their thing, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess without like really listening to their music, which doesn't work on here like I, I think this would be really shitty if i just got on youtube and played their music so i could listen to it but <laughs> um i i think there's some bands that are just ruined for me and we're going to talk about one of these a little later on based on like their appearance oh, yeah. i'm gonna go with that on man of war but i who wrote this in i'll, I'll check them out later all right the next band is disturbed overrated or underrated um, Disturbed is kind of one of those bands that I initially uh, got into um, in the heavier sect, I guess. They're not the same band as they weren't once were. Um, as I crack my Castle Cream Ale by Castle Danger Brewery, um, I I love David Draymond's voice. He's one of my big inspirations. I don't know. I don't think they're. I don't think they're overrated. I think they have done a lot for the uh, rock community in that they have kind of fluctuated on the spectrum of this genre. That sounded really douchey. Um, no, I hear what you're saying, dude. I mean, yeah. the sound of silence that cover, dude, amazing. Yeah, I mean that amazing. It's hard to to say anything bad about David Draymond's voice. It no. really is. He's very, very talented. And he does sing differently now than he did in his earlier record, or I should say in their earlier records. Um, but su a supremely talented man. Yeah, I don't I don't have anything bad to say. I'm, I I wouldn't say they're over or underrated. I think they're kind of where they're supposed to be. I yeah. saw them years ago. Um, even when they were big, I, I just, I lucked out. I happened to be living in a smaller community and it came through a smaller arena. Here I can say it. Nobody cares. Kearney, Nebraska is where I saw them play. Okay. Small. They have a little small hockey rink there. By the way, anybody in Kearney fucking send me a patch that listens. Dude, that show was one of the best shows I've ever been to in my life, man. Even though it was a small arena, man, they put everything into it, man. Um, the musicianship. I mean, they didn't half-ass it at all, dude. It was a great, great show. So I would, I'd go see him again, man. That was a good time. Yeah, they're they're one of those bands that has nothing to prove but everything to live up to. You know what I mean? They, oh yeah. 
kind of set a standard for themselves. So every time they perform, they have to try and outperform the time before. Yeah. And they, I don't know. They, I've never seen them live. I've watched many, many concerts on YouTube because that's free. And like I said earlier, sometimes people take the free route and they're, I mean, they're great live. There's, especially since they're not like spry chickens anymore, you know, but they still perform like they are. And that's yeah. pretty awesome to see. I'm not saying they're super old or anything because they're not. But they still, I mean, they keep that energy from when they first started. All right. So now let's talk about this. This topic gets people heated. Let's talk about the Beatles. Underrated or overrated? Hey, man, uh, I'm not going to mince words here. I think I'm not a fan of the Beatles. I'm not. I, Ooh, I, yeah. We're going to have a talk. Bite me IRL. No, um, please don't. But <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not really a fan of them, man. I mean, they're my dad's favorite, one of his favorite bands. I grew up listening to them all the time. And I, I think if they were to come out now, I think it would be a little different than the time period they came out in. Um, good musicians, obviously, you know, they have some beautiful music that obviously has touched a lot of people and it's definitely uh, touched the music world in many different ways because everyone wants to be them. But I'm just not a huge fan. I'll be, uh, I'll be straightforward and honest about that. Even if you want to fight me. No, I won't fight you over that. But so I got into the Beatles late in life. I had a much different experience. I happened to be at like some record store where they were closing and I bought like, Beatles number one hits because I'd never really listened to the Beatles and I just I always thought they were overrated I didn't get it I listened to that and it changed my mind now I will tell you I went through a time period where like all I listened to was the Beatles fan I could not get enough of it now you know a couple of years you know five years later I don't listen to them nearly as much as I, I used to like I'm not gonna fucking put on Sgt. Pepper every day and stuff like that but the body of work i mean like yes if you listen to like their first couple albums it's it's you know people call it boy band stuff and it was essentially it was all of it was um but if you look into like um rubber soul um revolver uh uh what the hell (laughs) the big one i just say fucking said it um sergeant pepper you know, uh, I like I don't really like the White Album, but like the stuff on the there's what they did with all of that music, I think, in all the exploration of different things you could do kind of opened music. I don't know. I guess they just did a whole bunch of shit that I think was underappreciated and that if it wasn't for them, I think music, the music scene would be a whole lot different. I have like I have issues with, you know, like people. um John Lennon's a piece of shit, dude. <laughs> he he straight up was a fucking wife beater. Um, you know, he I mean, and Yoko Ono broke up the Beatles, that's that's for sure. They, you know, George Harrison, I think they devalued him. I think he's a great musician. Um, you know, Ringo has a very unique way of playing. I I think if if it wasn't for the Beatles, you wouldn't have a lot of the stuff you have now, but I can yeah, get yeah. how people are burnt out of it. For sure. I mean, like, how many times can you listen to Come Together? Yeah, um, it's one of those things. Their fingerprint is on pretty much every popular song now. Um, they 
left a legacy, if you will, on pretty much everything in the music industry. And for better or for worse, um, I will say that they did, they obviously did something right. Yeah. They're one of the biggest musical acts of all time. And definitely, I would say the biggest musical influence of all time. So I don't know if this one's on here, but I think closely related is the Rolling Stones. Um, I do not like the Rolling Stones. I, there's a few songs like I like Angie. I think that's a really great song. Um, and a few other things, you know, every once in a while I can listen to Sympathy of the Devil. But like, I just never understood why they were so popular. Again, I, I've never really been into that time period of music. Um, I guess like Beast of Burden, I think that's a great song. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah a great song um not everyone not every stones fan agrees with that actually but i i don't really know all that much by them i i am i'm very picky with what i listen to and i usually won't listen to something if i don't know that i'll like it already you know what i mean i am that way too dude i am yeah and i feel like most people are but i I have bands that i grew up with and uh, i kind of grew out of but I'll still check back on their content and their music from time to time to see, you know, kind of how they, cause every, every band changes over time. It's just kind of how it works. But you know what band is like that for me is the Foo Fighters. Yeah. The yeah. color and shape was one of the most important albums of my life. And I just, I, I, the Foo doesn't do it for me anymore, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you on that. We, when we play uh, like live acoustic shows, and uh, we always cover My Hero by Foo Fighters every time. Great song. And I will always love that song. But I don't love every every song by the Foo. And maybe there's some Foo's ready to fight me over that. <laughs> but. <laughs> ha, good one. <laughs> got him. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's one of those things where music is is usually a response to an emotion. And they don't really get it from me you know what I mean it's it may not have made any sense but it made sense to me in my head at the time um makes sense they they have some songs that I just adore and I love and I'll play on repeat and have since I was little but I don't love everything they make and they're they're also very talented but listening to uh some of the new stuff they've been putting out I'm just I'm not not really into yeah, it's it's almost like unbearable to me compared <laughs> to what it once was. All right, I, I'm kind of getting away from bands that are actually people want to hear about, but now that we talked about the Foo, I think we have to talk about Nirvana. Um, I didn't really discover Nirvana until I was a little older. Um, the first guitar riff I ever learned was from Smells Like Teen Spirit. Everybody, I think that that's the first song everybody learns how to play on guitar, I think, or Brain Stew. <laughs> let's not even bring up that band um but oh we my, will my older brother um he was really he was a really good guitarist growing up and i was always really jealous of him um but he was a great brother he always has been but he uh, actually gave me one of his guitars when we were younger because i was kind of the singer and he was more of a guitarist um grew up playing the same instruments before that but he would just sit in his room, which was next to mine, and just crank out the riffs to Smells Like Teen Spirit. 
and some chili pepper songs and i was always really jealous so when he gave me that guitar the first thing i learned was uh the intro to uh, smells like teen spirit but i got a little sidetracked there but i love nirvana they're one of those bands in my mind that can do no wrong i do understand if people if they don't do it for some people um i don't like all of their music actually i said they can do no wrong but that's not necessarily true um i don't like Polly Want a Cracker or whatever that song is called. The song sucks. But oh my gosh, man. I mean, some of like Heart Shaped Box. That That man. is probably my favorite song of theirs, man. It just, as it said, the kids say it fucking slaps, dude. Slaps. It's a banger. Yeah. yeah Kurt, Kurt Cobain, man. He also paved the way quite a bit for music as it is now, especially like in the rock genre. But he did a lot of the legwork. <laughs> so I I like Nirvana a lot. But sometimes I wonder if if he hadn't died, what their legacy would have been. Yeah. I mean, that's something that will always be in the forefront of uh, listeners' minds, I guess, um, when the kind of face of a band passes. Um, it brings a lot of attention to the band and their music and their legacy. Um, so that's an interesting point that you bring up because I think we we're all thinking it. All right. Now we're going to stick on grunge a little bit here. And this is, I'm, I, I'm bringing this up as a favor to, have you heard the law odyssey episode? Um, probably that one's a really good episode, but he asked for me to bring up, um, and this isn't quite an overrated underrated, but I wanted to get to it. Do you think that stone temple pilots and Pearl Jam sound the same. Um, I'm going to sound really ignorant here for a second, but they have the same singer, correct? No, you're super ignorant, man. They do not. So you're okay. so you do think they sound the same. So Pearl no, Jam has no, no, Eddie no, no, Vedder no, no. and in that time there was a, there was Chris Cornell was in all these bands, Eddie Vedder was in all these bands. So I get a little tripped up on that. Oh, um the temple of the dog or something like that mm -hmm. um scott whalen was a singer of stone temple pilots oh, okay yeah that's where i got tripped up it's the stone yeah so i'll i'll get into this one i don't like pearl jam i know a lot of people do i like you know 10 was a pretty like decent record but like pearl jam is just like a little too soft for me well uh, they have some good like jeremy that's a fucking phenomenal song even flow great yeah. song I think it's called Black. Eh, I can listen to that song, man. But like, I like Stone Temple Pilots and their music changed a lot. And they, I don't think they were, I think as time has gone on, they've been become a little more popular. But dude, like some of his stuff, a very underrated singer, man. Like Plush, like the acoustic version of Plush. Hmm. Holy shit. If you haven't listened to it, yeah, you got to listen to that great, song. Not just a great singer, but different. Yeah. Yeah, but then they kind of went weird later into the 90s, and then they broke up. And then, dude, I, th I feel like Chester Bennington was like their singer for a while, which yep. I never listened to any of it. I would, I would be interested to see how he could handle some of those songs. Okay, off topic here. Let's let's get back into this overrated, underrated. This is a good one. This will hurt some feelings. I don't think it will because I think we're going to say the same thing. Queen, overrated or underrated? Um, I think they're overrated. Um my wife would fully disagree with me on that um but again they're 
one of those bands that obviously touched the souls of millions and millions of people, possibly billions. Um, so they did something right, but I'm just not, I'm not really into that type of rock. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm, I'm on the same page with you. I think they're overrated. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know, Freddie Mercury can fucking wail. Um, Brian May, I love the way he plays guitar. But they were just, again, a little soft for me for what, like, I like. You know, they had, like, not a whole lot of people know this, but Stone Cold Crazy, that's a Queen song that Metallica mm. covered. I like their version of it, man. It's, it's heavier. And as time went on, they kind of got softer and they get to more experimental shit. Like, I just, that wasn't quite my jam. So, I mean, but Bohemian Rhapsody may be the best song of all time. Yep, untouchable. Yeah. Uncoverable. Um, it's funny. Um, I just want to make this point real quick that here I am, a musician on your podcast, and you know more about musicians than I do because I spent way too much of my life listening to really crappy music, 90s, early 2000s grunge well i'm sure we'll get into some of that stuff now here's let's talk about your favorite band creed overrated underrated oh boy um scott stapp is a monster in multiple ways but i creed was my introduction to rock so what you're saying is you can take me higher (laughs) it's funny um that you say that because have you ever heard of creed bombing no i haven't so it's when you're just sitting there and then out of nowhere, someone sings in your face a uh, part of a Creed song. And I've been doing it for years. Um, it's kind of my thing. And my wife and I and our, our two boys, our sons, we uh, took a trip to Florida for a week. And I kept hitting her with the Creed bombs and posting them on my band's uh, TikTok page. And <laughs> I can actually hear my wife playing in the background. She's so proud of me. Um, <laughs> By the but, way, I would never encourage anybody to go to TikTok, but whatever. No big deal. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do in 2021. Hey, dude, but, I hear you, man. 20 bucks um, is 20 bucks, dude. <laughs> it's not what it used to be, though. Um, <laughs> doesn't go as far as it used to. Yeah, no, sure doesn't. But yeah, I uh, hit her with a bunch of Creed bombs, and there's some of our more more uh, successful TikTok. TikToks. I was gonna you say guys going to... I saw you guys covered uh, Iris. I'm surprised you guys didn't cover a a Creed song. Yeah, that'll probably never happen. Why? The boys don't like Creed? Um, I don't think the boys carry the same uh, introductory phase that I did with Creed. Um, But yeah, we're not we're not really into covers. Um, We one of the only reasons we did Iris was because we did a contest on our socials. And the person who won got to pick a cover for us to do. Okay. Otherwise, we probably would have never done it. But we had a a lot of fun doing it. And uh, we made it our own. I like it. All right. here's I'm going to break some hearts with this one. I don't know if you will. Five Finger Death Punch. Um, I was in Skills, which is our, in my state, that's like our state police academy. Um, it's like the final phase of college um, when I discovered Five Finger Death Punch. And I just felt like such a badass listening to their music. I know it's just like, <laughs> this was years ago, everyone. Um, 
I like them. I've seen them live a couple times and they put on a really good show. But Five Finger Death Punch is one of those bands that I have to be in the mood for because some of their more ball, I'm much, I'm much more of a fan of their more ballady type music. Oh, yeah. Ivan, Ivan Moody's got that voice, but their heavier stuff, I'm, I don't really like. I don't, I don't like it as much as the ballad stuff. I kind of want to be label mates with them one day, so I don't want to like be too mean. But not all of their music gels with me, um, but some of it really does. So don't you, like, I like Five Finger a lot and I was really into him. And I think like every cop on the street, you know, we're fucking drinking bangs, listen to Five Finger Death Punch mm-hmm. on pursuits and shit. Right. And shooting guns out the window. But <laughs> no, we're not. Anyone <laughs> who's not a cop. No, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> I'm going to get a complaint, an IA complaint. Well, I don't fucking work there anymore. But no, Five Finger definitely holds a special place in my heart. And I like that they've always been so supportive of law enforcement and military mm-hmm. musically. It, like, I like the ballady stuff. Um, I like, um, and there's a couple other songs I like, but it's just, it's kind of repetitive. A lot of the songs are, I'm a badass, I'm cool. And it's, you're weak. You're weak. Yeah. I, <laughs> it just, I can't. I can't. It, but here's the thing: is every once in a while, like if I feel like kicking ass or driving fast, that's a fucking perfect shit to put on, right? Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, there's, but there's a, a kind of a, a niche for it where um, they kind of they know their market and they're really mm-hmm. smart, and uh, they make they obviously make the music for the most part that they want to make. I'm sure there's some discrepancies between what their label wants them to do and what they want to do. That's just how it works but they know who they're making music for. Yeah. They're making music for the masterful in, in what they do. Yeah. Now let's talk about Slipknot. Are you a Slipknot guy? Yeah. I here we were talking about like the image of like Man of War. I was kind of a late bloomer into Slipknot. Mm-hmm because of the kids in high school that were into Slipknot. I hear that. Because I was like, I'm not, these kids are douchebags and I'm not going to listen to this music. And then, you know, later on in life, I'm like, all right, ooh, fucking wait and bleed. That song fucking slaps, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, Slipknot's good shit. I would, are they my favorite? No, they're not my favorite, but I think they're rated right where they need to be. Um, yeah, absolutely. They, they make good shit for sure. And, um, Corey Taylor, beautiful, uh, great voice, dude. Oh, Fucking he, he's like Wales. inspiration. Yeah. Um, the the, uh, the difference between Slipknot and Stone Sour, Corey's other band, is pretty sizable. And if you don't necessarily like the image of Slipknot with the masks and stuff, I think it's, I I wouldn't do it myself, but it's their thing, and I respect it, and I think it's I think it's. It cool. doesn't bother me now. The mask doesn't. Bo- the mask never bo- bothered me. It was the people like in high school. They were like, with the jingo would, jeans and the yeah. It was like the juggalos. Yeah, it was the juggalos. And yeah, I hear you. You know, sorry if you were a hatchet man back I in the day. Absolutely was not. 
you're okay. Well, I, I was going to say this for everybody out there. Like if you're a hatchet man back in the day, you know, you're in high school. I get it. High schoolers do weird things, teenagers, but like you're still doing that and you're like 35, 40. <sighs> you got, you got some thinking to do about your life. One thing I'll say about that is like, there's a lot of kids that felt belonging because of that. So that's, that's cool. Um, I, it wasn't my thing at all. Like the, the hatchet man stuff, the, what's that IP or the ICP stuff. That was absolutely not my thing. I was more of a pop punk kid in high school. Yeah. And definitely never wore a pair of Jinko jeans. I was more of a skinny jeans kid, but <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> Everyone's got their own thing. Right. Um, yeah. But the difference between Slipknot and Stone Sour in that is uh, Slip Stone Sour is a little more accessible. And I like I like Stone Sour. I, they when I was telling you about that Ozzy show with that cold cold Coors Light, they opened for Ozzy, and they were great, man. Phenomenal performers. Yeah. I mean, seriously, I could listen to Corey Taylor talk for hours. He uh, he has a, a bunch of books out about his life, and the man has a story that is begging to be told, you know, and you can hear it in all of it. Every, every time he sings, when I talk about bands, I'm usually referring to their singers because I'm a singer and that's what I pay the most attention to. Um, just kind of a disclaimer for everyone listening. So if I don't know the names of like guitarists and drummers and stuff, that's on me, but I'm uh, like I said, I'm more of a, I pay more attention to the vocalist because that's what's the most important to me. Um, but yeah, Corey Taylor is a phenomenal vocalist, phenomenal live. He has a lot of emotion that is uh, worn on his sleeve in his music and his performances. And I love that. Oh, yeah. He, they definitely, you put, you took the words out of my mouth. That performance, like, he wears everything on his sleeve, which I respect, man, because I, I feel like sometimes I'm that kind of guy. So now let's jump to a pretty small band. I don't know if you've heard of them Metallica, overrated or underrated? Um, I think they're right where they need to be. Um, I'm not a huge Metallica fan. You're wrong. I know. I'm sorry. I really do apologize. Um, I'm just not. I uh, I like it for what it what it is. It's just I I didn't grow up listening to it, and I I don't listen to it. Um, our uh, I almost said the name, but our local uh, radio station when they play them, I don't change it. Um, I'm trying to be a little more in tune with kind of rock from that era because uh, I need to be. Um, so I, I do appreciate it. I really do. And I think they're all really talented. It's just not exactly my cup of tea. Well, I, as most of you all know that have listened to this podcast, Metallica is probably my favorite plan ever. So I'll, I'll fuck. I don't give a shit. I'm going to say they're underrated. I don't, I don't think they get enough credit. You know, what pisses me off is we have all these fucking horseshit bands play the Super Bowl. Yeah. Why isn't Metallica played the Super Bowl? One of the greatest American bands of all time. I mean, kind of look at the way music is going. Um, a lot of bands are going softer because for the most part in a wide reach that is more accessible to people, I guess you could say. Um, it, it casts a wider net. And I'm not going to speak on uh, the Super Bowl, the people who perform at the Super Bowl, because I don't watch sports. I'm not a sports guy. and Not a big I, sports ball guy. I get it. No, I mean, touchdowns and uh, home runs in the same game. That's what I'm about. But a lot of the, the performers they have are honestly pretty trash. 
um, it's all backing, it's all on their, uh, it's all being played through speakers. And I'm, I'm not going to say everyone's lip syncing or anything, but it's not a performance on talent. It's a performance on, uh, on looks and showcasing uh, dancing or whatever. And that's yeah. really just not my thing. I Now, I got to be honest, man. Um, Shakira and J-Lo really look good for their ages. I'm just throwing that out there. That was a couple of years ago. I was impressed. Yeah, I actually, I watched that at work. Um, we watched that Super Bowl together at work. Um, don't tell my admin that, but. Mm. Well, um, they all yeah, heard it. I honestly wanted to leave. I was not enjoying myself at all. <laughs> just uh not not my thing and uh it's pretty cringe all right buddy so i'm gonna do this because i don't want to keep you all night because i got a ton of questions about bands i'm gonna i'm gonna maybe try and stay a little more in your wheelhouse and play and talk about some of the newer new ish bands i mean we got a couple older ones i want to get to but let's go with 21 pilots are you into those guys not really um yeah it's not my thing i did a cover of uh what is the song called turn back time what's that oh uh, yeah i know what song you're talking about yeah I, I did a cover of that years and years ago when it first came out it's not really my thing no i don't i mean i respect them as musicians because i think for for two dudes they're pretty talented in what they put out um but no nah, it's not my thing yeah godsmack underrated oh fuck I yeah dude they are so good I, I haven't got, got into back. the newer stuff yet, but like the old stuff in that acoustic album fucking slaps. True. I, I, I honestly, I personally think they've gotten better. Really? Um, he is really, his vocals have gotten so much better. Um, Under Your Scars is an excellent song. And I'm sure there's people listening that are mad at me, but I am more into the newer stuff they put out on this most recent record than any of their old stuff. I'll have to check it out. Um, I saw really, them back really in well produced, very well produced. I'll check it out. Um, I, I saw them back in Oh three, I think with Metallica and they opened for Metallica and man, that was such, they put on such a good show. Crazy. How good they're the entire. Yeah. Band. Yep. Um, Avenge Sevenfold, overrated, underrated. Underrated all day. One of my favorite bands. Not a huge fan of what's been coming out more recently. They don't really put music out very often anymore. But dude, Nightmare, one of my favorite albums of all time. Dude, they haven't put out music in so long. I was thinking about it. I remember my my oldest kid or my youngest kid is like seven now. Mm -hmm. And we went, we took a trip to Disneyland. And I knew what the hell was the last one that came out? Um, the last album? Yeah, it was a while ago. It was the one the the stage. The stage. Where? Yes, I knew that was coming out, and I was so excited for it. And I I kept checking my phone during the trip to see when they were going to drop it. And I ended up picking it up on the way home from California. And I like. Do I, I don't know if it's gonna. I think the stage actually was their best album. Oh, and it's. It's very experimental, mm -hmm, but I just, it's so good as far as the musicianship, but it, they, they fucked up the marketing on that one. Um, no, they really did. I don't, to bounce off what you said, I, I honestly think that the stage is what they wanted to make and not what the label wanted them to make. Oh yeah. 
Oh yeah. Um, Nightmare. I'll go back to that all day. That was probably, it's probably my most listened to album of all time. Um, that came out right after I graduated high school and I listened to that cover to cover probably 300 times, not exaggerating. There's, here's my thing with Avenged Sevenfold. There's a couple songs on that album that I just, I couldn't, I'm trying to think what the hell it was called. A couple of them that were just, one was trying to be really heavy and it, it just seemed like they overdid it. I can't think of what the name of the song is though. Um, but Nightmare is a great album. I mean, um, Buried Alive is fucking phenomenal song. Whole album's great for the most part. Uh, I didn't really like Hail the King that much. No, I, I liked it. Liked it a lot less than Nightmare. It was, I think they were just, you know, it was like kind of a tribute album to all these other bands, kind of, and they mm-hmm. played their style, but it wasn't really Avenged Sevenfold. I mean, there was a couple good songs on there. I mean, like Hail to King itself is probably the best song on it. Banger, banger. It's kind banger. Of, yeah, it's a fucking fun song. Almost sounded like an almost like an eighties arena rock throwback. Yeah, yeah. And I, I kind of, I like, I kind of like that. I love, uh, what's his name, the lead singer. Oh, his uh, his stage name is M Shadows. M. I forget Shadows, his fucking yeah. real name. He, that guy, man, he's crazy. He is yeah. just a stupid range. No one sounds like him. He sounds like no one else. Yeah, yeah, he definitely has his own sound. I I gotta be honest, man. They're they had like an early one that like seventh sound of the trumpet that was kind of weird. But um, the fucking the first big one of theirs that had the God, what the hell is it called? Because then they that was and it was more there was more kind of screamo. Oh, why well, can't that's gonna drive me nuts that I can't think of the name of the album. That one was so yeah, Waking the Fallen. I thought maybe yeah. their best. Between for me, between that and the stage was probably my favorite. That cover to cover is fucking great. Backcountry album, what the hell was that one called? Um, oh shit. City of Evil. City of Evil. City of Evil is like to me has some bangers on it but a couple songs on there that would be great just i felt like they weren't finished Seize and i'm being day. really touchy on it song, i think oh sees the day is so good but there's um strength of the world yep there's a song, song that's oh yeah it's so good but i just felt like it was missing something i don't know what self-title is good i mean but there was I just like a few things less of a um i think they're on warner back then mm-hmm. um and i don't think their budget well i think they were they've always been on warner i i think honestly like shadows was kind of in between sounds and he hadn't really perfected it to be honest with you and now like when he got to the self-titled his voice was a whole lot better because he was still kind of screaming a little bit and i don't think he'd master his voice i think is my biggest problem with that i don't like that they haven't put out music in a while i don't know what the and i get you know i get the pandemic and shit but i don't know man i was really into events of a full for a long time and now they have they just haven't put out anything in so long well they put out I'm, an album last year it was a live album when they i think that's when they went back to warner but i didn't listen to it oh i think i've heard a few things and i know they did like an addition to the stage where they did a cover of like wish you were here and a beach yeah. boys song and those were okay i, I don't so know different. but yeah yeah, actually, their cover of "Wish You Were Here" was really good. It really was. Call of Duty. They did oh zombie yeah, zombies. Or it was Call of Duty Three or something. Black Ops Three. That was a banger. I don't remember yeah. what it's called. But... 
Yeah, I wish I don't know. I'm I'm really interested to see what they have up their sleeves. To be honest with you, I think since they lost the rev, I think they've been kind of lost. Yeah, they just put out a cover. Um, let me pull out the Google machine. I'll be quick. No, yeah, go ahead. Um, I can cut this out. The awkward silence. They just put out a cover. Um, Hybrid Moments by Misfits. They just put it out two weeks ago. Oh, that one, it doesn't even have shadows on it. I think it's just, no. um, or um, their guitar player, who's really good. I think his name's Brian. I don't fucking know his, his stage name anymore. It's been so long. I think the last show I've been to was Metallica, Avenged Sevenfold, and Volbeat. Oh. Dude, Volbeat, I thought outplayed all of them, to be honest with you. Yeah. Volbeat's really good. I don't know if you're into those fellas or not. Not really. You're wrong. You should check them out. They're good. All right. Let's uh we've spent a lot of time on Event Sevenfold. Let's talk about your favorite band, Green Day. Completely overrated. They're like two different bands. They were the band they were when I was a kid, which is really weird. I like Green Day as a kid. It's like a 10-year-old, you know, the, what they used to sing about. And now I don't even I don't know even know the garbage they put out now. Um yeah, they were one of my first albums ever. Um international super hits it was one of my very first albums i ever got and i liked it um american idiot came out and i was so mad that they dare say american an idiot in the same sentence you know i was like i don't know freshman in high school um yeah that was at the height of fuck george bush movement yeah. and yeah, they were they they all of a sudden became very political and i mean there's some you know, like Boulevard of Broken Dreams is a good song and there's a couple other things, but like I couldn't, once that came out, I was pretty much done with them, I think. Yeah, I'm. that's one thing I'm really into is not wearing politics on my sleeve and our music. I I want it, it should be accessible to people and not shut people out, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, in, in Metallica, you know, when I saw them play in Denver, they made a point to say like, we don't give a shit who you are. And to me, you know, all these things, music, sports ball, all this shit should be, and I've even tried to make the podcast. I mean, like, obviously this police work and shit's going to come up, but it, it needs to be an escape from all the bullshit. 100%. Yeah. All right. 100% there with you. That was, that was big, man. I'm really proud of us. Yeah. It was profound. Hey, let's talk about one of my favorite bands. My, well, guilty pleasure bands. Weezer. Um, not huge into Weezer. Um, I grew up listening to, to Weezer. Um, not really into them now. They, their lead singer just did a song with Billy Talent, which was one of my favorite bands growing up, and it's a banger. But I don't, I don't really like what they put out recently. That superhero, everyone, everybody needs a hero or whatever song. <laughs> I'm just really, I'm not. I, I don't really vibe with it at all as the kids would say yeah it doesn't really slap i <laughs> okay so the blue album is one of the most important albums i think in my life sure. fucking great you know after that it's kind of like hit or miss for me like they'll have a song or two i like i actually so they made they called it van weezer and it's quote unquote yeah. heavier and <laughs> it's not heavy like it's not um, not really but you know, I listened to the whole thing and it really kind of reminded me of the blue album. 
And so I liked some of it. I mean, some of it was a little rough, but I liked it. I, I would probably. Much of it, but... Yeah, dude, you know, if you get some free time, listen to the whole thing. I, I don't think it. And it's a short album. It's, I think it's only like 45 minutes or so. I liked it, dude. I, I thought it was you know, it was fun. Like, it was just like a fun thing to listen to. Yeah, I'll check it out on your recommendation alone. Yeah, I thought so. Are you going to be like, this guy's a douchebag? All right. So you mentioned your love for Creed. I'm going to go with Creed's dirty little stepbrother, Nickelback. Uh, nah. I mean, I don't think they deserve the hate they get. But I also, I don't like, I don't like them. I, it's not that I, I don't hate them. I don't hate Chad Kroger and the, the rest of them. But Dude, it's, isn't it's he dating uh, Avril Lavigne or something? Or aren't they married? I, I'm not sure. Like, I feel like that was a thing. I feel like those Hollywood weddings or marriages are like a fart in the wind. And uh, <laughs> they could be one day and then the next day they're not. Um, My but, podcast, this podcast is either going to be named a fart in the wind or a long way to the top <laughs> to rock and roll. <laughs> it's between the two right now. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I really don't think they deserve the hate they get um i think a lot of the reasons why they get that is because people kind of see them as the embodiment of rock sellout but they make fun music for stupid occasions you know what i mean if that makes sense like their music no, that is, makes total sense it's not you're not you're not there for a four-piece meal you're there for some chicken nuggets and some fries <laughs> yeah you're you're there to eat chicken fingers and get drunk because ricky yeah. from trailer park boys would say <laughs> um i it is weird like the, all of a sudden it was just like this this internet phenomenon right everybody fucking hated nickelback and everybody jumped on that train i i mean they're not my jam for sure uh i don't i don't know if i necessarily understand the hate but i fucking love the memes oh oh yeah look at this graph oh um, yeah that one's so good I'm assuming you've seen Spider-Man 2. Oh, yeah. One of the best pieces of cinematic anything ever. Um, their song in Spider-Man 2 on the soundtrack, that hero is like, I don't remember what the song's called. I think it's probably just called Hero. But that song slaps. As What's his name from it. Saliva was in that? Oh, really? Yeah. And I think there was some bad blood between those two after the song, after like royalties I or something. Surprised. That was a band that really went away with Saliva. They were pretty big for a little while there. Yeah, Falls on Me was one of, on one of those uh, collaboration albums that I got when I was younger that I listened to on repeat. ACDC. Overrated, underrated. I'm going to break hearts. I, I think they're overrated. I'm just not a fan. <sighs> Fuck you, I'm man. So, I sound like such a mean dude. Like, I'm just like... I think ACDC is definitely a certain cup of tea. Absolutely. ACDC is kind of like Five Finger. You have to be in the mood for ACDC. Um, I, you know, I'd fucking so on my hockey team, which I don't play fucking hockey out here now. We'd, I have a playlist and I put a little speaker and we fucking, I'd have, I think ACDC is good fucking sports ball playing music, right? That would make sense. Yeah. Well, this gal on my team, and I don't know if she listens to it this podcast but if she does you know what i'm talking about she hated it you know i fucking put on some back in black or some fucking thunderstruck click it off she's like she could not fucking handle it and she's a music snob like me it pissed me off 
So whenever she wasn't there, I played a lot of ACDC. I think I wouldn't say they're overrated. I wouldn't say they're underrated either. I think they, I think they stand tall in their where they're supposed to be in music. Fair. Yeah. Well, dude, I think we've uh, come to the conclusion of this very poorly made podcast. I just but, have uh, one one um, acronym to ask you about. If you think. Oh, let's hear it, dude. How about MGK? Oh, buddy, I'm sorry you mentioned that, and I forgot to ask you. Let's talk about your buddy, MGK. As the kids know him as Machine Gun Kelly. Overrated, who's underrated. Who's, who's buddy, you say? Um, overrated. Dude, I don't um, even know who the fuck that is. I, I've heard, like, the one song, like, something about, like, I never thought I'd fall in love or something about a girlfriend or something. And it's, like, I don't know, it's, like, a little catchy, but I don't know who the fuck he is. He seems like just some millennial douchebag or Gen Z douchebag. Yeah, he pick he likes to pick fights that he can't win. Um, he picked some fight with Slipknot at a concert where he said something like, at least I'm not a 50-year-old still wearing masks or something. And he is like the Nickelback now. He has taken their spot. And all these big bands like Seether, um, I think Godsmack, and we talked about them earlier, they're all like <laughs> making these comments at their concerts about mgk and it's awesome um yeah he, he is not someone who should be picking fights with people in different genres i guess um he was a rapper who got destroyed by eminem and then he turned to pop punk and kind of brought pop punk back back in a way which was kind of you know good in a way but man i just i don't think i would uh Drink a free beer from him. Nah, fuck, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of well, there. Dude, now that, now that you fucking said that, there's a couple more bands I got to ask you about. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. MXPX. Oh, man. Love them. They're in so Hawk. fucking underrated. Oh, yeah. They're in Tony Hawk growing up. They got me. I was all over the MXPX train. No, I, maybe they're on uh, Dave Mira Pro BMX. But it all kind of blends together. Great, um, great. Oh yeah, good stuff. My little shitty man that I was in in high school, we played a lot of MXPX covers. I saw them live, and dude, they're one of those like just really high energy shows, and they're fucking throwing guitars in the air. Yeah, I don't know if they're still torn, but I'd fucking I'd go see them again, man. They put on a great show. Um, the lead singer of MXPX is in Goldfinger. Oh really? I didn't know that. Hmm. Well, now I know. There, there's one thing that you know that I don't know. I had no I, idea. I believe they're guitarists. Interesting, because he, he's a bass player in MXBX. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, yeah. Maybe he plays bass for Goldfinger. No, oh, I'm going to have to do some Googling after this. I forgot to ask about my favorite band currently, with the exception of Metallica, Ghost. Not, not really my thing. I'm, Fuck I mean, you. I like, I like what they're doing. Um, I think it's kind of cool how I think it's interesting how their their imagery would make you think they're one thing and then you start listening to their music and it's like a throwback to like 80s what you would imagine playing in the background of like some 80s early 90s horror flick and 
they're a band that I will listen to in the Halloween season for sure, because their music definitely um, calls for that type of mood, I guess. Um, I, I read somewhere that their music is like a parody of like satanic imagery, which I don't know if that's true or not, but I, it's, it's basically the way I look at it and fuck, I could be wrong, but kind of like a parody of the, the sat, the Catholic church, but it's also kind of a, they're not, you know, people listen and they're like, Oh, they're Satanists. I, I don't think people really get like what he's trying to say, yeah, I don't um, think you know, because people you know they're not they're not like he's just a dude and it's really interesting to to hear kind of his story i appreciate his story like he was a little bit older was working a normal job and him and his buddy were jamming and you know he'd been in some other bands and they played a couple songs and they're like this doesn't sound like dudes like us and then they came up with this whole ghost thing so he's just you know a normal fucking dude from sweden and i i think he's a fucking uh i don't know he he's masterful as far as musicianship goes he writes most of the music he fucking sings the songs he you know he records a lot of the stuff himself he's i mean like he's just crazy but i don't know no one else is doing what they're doing yeah they are and i know it's definitely you know a lot of people like when they hear songs about satan and you know lucifer i think it can be a little much And, and honestly the first time i really heard them was a song called year zero and I saw that video and I listened to it. I'm like, this is cool, but this is a little much. And then I started getting into them a couple of years later and I went through and I listened to that song again and I got it. And it's a fuck, it's a fucking crazy good song. So, but that's my, uh, my little shout out to ghost, but all right. Now we're actually at the end of the podcast. Are you familiar with the word of the day? Yes. I all right. Oh man. I'm putting you on the spot. You had all day to think about it. Um, uh, let's think. Do I have to make it? No, I, I, I'll do one for you. I've had one in my head for the last couple of days. Go for it. Okay. So, and this might be like an all-time poorly made police memes thing, so if you can get it on the radio or into a report. Um, there was a time where me and a buddy at work would throw this in on calls when we were talking to people. And it's a phrase. Variety is the spice of life. If you can tell that to people on calls, get it on body camera or throw that in the call notes or a report. If you're brave, you can send me a screenshot and I will put it on uh, poorly made and make you famous if you're into that kind of thing. Since I did your job for you, uh, <laughs> the last thing I'll ask you is I like to ask everybody is, do you have any words of wisdom for anybody that you'd like to impart on the millions of people that listen? Just one piece of advice for everyone, um, people in law enforcement or people who are thinking about it. Um, It's not the only facet of your life. If you find something else that allows you to do your job and chase a passion you have that makes everything else go away when you're doing it, chase it, find it, and catch it. Because your life and your mental health will get so much better and it's always worth it i mean you might say being a musician like i am you might put out music that not everyone's going to like but that doesn't matter because you're doing what you want to do and you have people behind you 
no matter what. And uh, yeah, that's probably the best advice I can give to someone. Dude, I think that's phenomenal, phenomenal advice to people. Yeah, dude, that's great. I mean, and I think that's something I've talked about a couple of times on the podcast is you got to find something outside of work. Absolutely. Because if your life revolves around policing, you're going to have a bad time. I mean, it, it just is what it is. Every time. Yeah, every single time. Well, everybody, thanks for uh, tuning in to another edition of the Poorly Made Police podcast. A couple ways to support the podcast. I'm going to add something to my little stick here. If you like the podcast, fucking tell people about it. I mean, people that would like it, of course. Um, spread the word. Let's make this thing um, bigger. Not as big as Joe Rogan. I don't want that. But, yeah, <laughs> spread the word. Get, get it out there to the people. So, you know, if you know somebody that's into podcasts, let them know. If they want to hear some bullshit and me rambling on about crap, of course, take care of our sponsors and uh, go check out my friend uh, who sponsored the show. Go blue travel. I got them uh, a link copied on there. Fucking great thing for everybody. And then of course you want a sports podcast, buy some of my merch. I sell t-shirts, mugs, all kinds of shit. You steal your mom's credit card. You can also steal your mom's credit card to uh, at the end of this podcast. There's a little link that says sports podcast. Send me money. It's like a Patreon, but worse. And uh, it helps turn the lights on. Other than that, I uh, take care of each other. Take care of your loved ones. uh, And remember that I love most of you. Bye-bye.